0: This is Chris, hope you're doing well, and welcome to Popcorn Finance, show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. If you have student loans or you've just been trying to follow along with all the news, you're probably some mixture of confused and annoyed right now because it's kind of hard to keep up with what's going on. So to help us kind of navigate what we're seeing in the news, what we're probably hearing from friends and family, I wanted to talk to someone who I turn to when I want to know what's going on with student loans. She's an amazing resource. and Her name is Nika Booth. She's the founder of Debt Free Gonna Be, and you can find her on TikTok and Instagram. So, Nika, how's it going?
1: What's up, Chris? Thank you so much for having me. I
0: know. I'm so excited to talk with you. I, I've been a fan of your work. You're always keeping me up to date. Somehow, you always have the news right when it breaks. <laughs> <and> I'm always <laughs> grateful for that. So I appreciate you taking the time to join me. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Well, I thought, you know, just to kick things off. Could you tell us what's going on right now with student loans? Because, you know, one minute we're hearing about, oh, they're going to forgive anywhere from ten dollars to $20,000. The next minute yeah. it's not going to happen and it's going to court. So could yeah. you mind just kind of just catching us up, like what's happening right now?
1: Yeah. So where we stand right now is there there's no news, right? We're we're in a stalemate, <laughs> so to speak. Biden's student loan plan or student loan forgiveness plan has been blocked since uh, late last year. And that's because there are two lawsuits, one set forth by six Republican-led states and another from two plaintiffs who no longer qualify for Biden's student loan forgiveness plan due to some changes. Um, And as a result, Biden's student loan forgiveness plan has been blocked. So the Supreme Court is now involved and the Supreme Court will be hearing oral arguments on both of those cases or for both of those cases on February 28th. Mm. At this point, we're kind of waiting for that. Um, the spring court's ruling is expected sometime by June, and then we'll know then what the state of student loan forgiveness is. But at this point, student loan payments and interests are still paused, but student loan forgiveness is up in the air.
0: So right now, and for you, just like your thoughts on this, like how likely do you feel it is that we'll probably see any type of forgiveness go through. And do you, or is it, do you think for you, does you feel like it's just going to keep kind of lingering and keep being pushed out further into the distance?
1: No, I definitely think the Supreme Court is going to rule by June. I mm. don't think they're going to rule in favor of Biden's student loan forgiveness just because of the makeup of the Supreme Court at this time. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's the end of student loan forgiveness. And I've mentioned this a lot, you know, on Instagram and on TikTok, The Biden administration has other tools in the toolbox, is what I say, including the Higher Education Act. And so even though the Supreme Court is likely to strike down Biden's student loan forgiveness plan as it's stated and as it's packaged, it doesn't mean that students won't or borrowers, excuse me, won't see student loan forgiveness at all. The Biden administration will probably have to like go back to the drawing board, kind of restructure things in order to make it happen. And so that may actually look like what we've been seeing this past year, where they have loosened some of the criteria around existing programs, like what we saw with the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Waiver or PSLF, the same with the Income Driven Repayment Plan Forgiveness uh, waiver that's coming. Um, And so if student loan forgiveness, according to Biden's plan, is struck down by the Supreme Court, it's likely we'll see more of that kind of rule bending, so to speak, in order to provide relief to more borrowers.
0: The last thing I want to ask you on to get an update on was the fact that they they still have that pause going on where they're not accruing any interest on student loans or federal student loans. How long is that going to go on for? Because I know it's been pushed out, what, since like, what, 2020? They keep, like, every so often.
1: If my memory serves me correct, it has been pushed back eight times. Wow. Eight times since March of 2020. So there's a lot of confusion around exactly when student loan payments and interest will resume. Hmm. As it stands, payments will resume 60 days after litigation is resolved, meaning the Supreme Court renders its decision one way or the other in favor or not in favor of student loan forgiveness, or 60 days after June 30th, Whichever is soonest. All right. So the earliest we're looking at March for payments to resume if we're counting 60 days after February. But it's it's unlikely the Supreme Court would hear the oral arguments on the 28th and also render a decision on the 28th. So we, we're probably looking at April or the latest would be August
0: Got it. Okay. if it's
1: 60 days after June 30th.
0: Okay. So there's still some time. So Absolutely. for those people who have been like, kind of just like riding the wave of, Hey, that me <laughs> just right now. let me enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, you got a little, little while longer.
1: Yeah. And you know, Chris, I've talked to a lot of people about this payment pause and what they've been able to do during this payment pause. Some people are taking advantage of the payment pause and paying other higher interest rate debt or paying off their private loans. Some are actually still making payments to take advantage of the 0% interest. Because again, we talked about, The interest in how it capitalizes, right? And then others don't have to do anything because a lot of people don't remember this or don't know this. If you're pursuing public service loan forgiveness (PSLF), the months that you don't make a payment during COVID actually count towards the 120 Uh. payment requirement. So that has also, you know, been quite a blessing for me as well in helping people get closer to public service loan forgiveness.
0: One thought came to my mind. Sorry. To, I, I said that last one was the last question, but I got one more That's question. So no,
1: it's fine. It's and, perfectly fine.
0: And it was because you mentioned about this, the pauses going on and how different people are kind of approaching this extra money that they have available now because they don't have to make these payments. Mm-hmm. So I remember at the beginning of all this, when you know people would ask me like, oh, with the pause, should I still keep paying my loan? Even my brother asked me this. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? In the beginning, you know, don't don't worry about making the payment. Just set the money aside because you don't yes. know what's happening. We're still waiting to figure Absolutely. it out. Absolutely. But it's been two years now almost. So, <laughs> At this point, does that still make sense to be like, oh, let me not make my payments, or is it better to say, well, look, then I charge me interest. Let me try to knock this principal balance down on this loan while I can.
1: It's kind of the same thing, but because interest isn't accruing right now, there's nothing wrong with continuing to save that money as long as you're saving it and not spending it, that's and the key, then right? making <laughs> right. And that's the key, and then making a lump sum payment before before payments resume so that you can still take Mm -hmm. advantage of the zero potential. It's kind of the same thing because if you save it and you're saving it in something, and you know this, Chris, if you're at least saving it in something like a high yield savings account, that money's growing, you know, it's growing some interest for you. So your lump sum payment would be even, you know, a little bit bigger than what it would have been if you were just saving it in a traditional savings account or if you were making the payments, you know, as you were setting the money aside.
0: I'm really appreciative that you came on to talk about this, to help me get up to date, help everyone listening, uh, get up to date on this. And you're, you're just full of information. Like you always have something new to tell me about student loans, <laughs> some update about what's going on with the courts and the progress with all this stuff. So if people want to connect with you and they want to learn more, what you got to say about student loans, where's a good place for them to go check that out.
1: You can find me in the Instagram streets. Uh, you can follow along <laughs> on my journey because it's not over yet. There's still a lot more to be done uh, as well as staying up to date on student loans. And just for general tips and for helping you tackle your debt on Instagram and TikTok at And enjoy my email list. I send a weekly email out to my email subscribers full of value and information. I also make announcements about events that are coming up, uh, to the email list before I put them on social media.
0: Okay. I might have to subscribe. I don't think I'm on your email list. I need to get some <laughs> of this information. So I'm, I'm going to be subscribing. Everyone listen, go subscribe, check it out. Uh, Nika, thank you so much for taking the time to join me. It's been so great talking with you.
1: Likewise. Thank you. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.